Welcome back to the You Are Immeasurable podcast. I'm Tanisha Hyde, your relationship transformation agitator. Our podcast is dedicated to my fellow Gen X women who have been surviving by hiding behind the mask that we are conditioned to wear and silently suffering from the overwhelm that we feel just trying to be all things to all people. Now, the focus of the podcast is going to be mindset, forgiveness, identifying, acknowledging, and healing our shadow self and our inner traumas from past things that we have not dealt with and becoming reacquainted with our full, true, authentic self. Our episodes will air weekly, and the purpose of our episodes is to remind you that you are beautifully perfect in all your imperfections, and that no matter who you are, you cannot pour from an empty cup. I'm here to hold space for you, to support you through your transformation, to agitate your thoughts, and to give you inspiration that will help guide you through your healing, your rebuilding, and reevaluating your relationships. Starting with the relationship that you have with yourself and then moving on to your relationships with others. Are you ready for this? Are you ready for the mask to come off and to live freely in your beautiful, authentic self? Well, if so, I want you to grab a glass of your favorite beverage. I've got mine, and we're going to virtually toast to one another's transformation. You ready? Let's get started. Let's talk about how we can retrain or redirect our brains. And I want to bring this up because recently I've been talking a lot in my group on Facebook and also with a couple of my clients about limiting beliefs, getting stuck in things, or I guess the byproducts of what we experienced as a child and how that has formed, limited, and kind of thrown us into so many cycles as who we are right now. So I discussed in my group about the upper limit problem. And what that is, or the way that I explain it, is the upper limit problem is basically a glass ceiling that you give yourself, right? And yes, we've heard of the glass ceiling in corporate and as far as where you could go in your career and things of that nature. Yes, it is a part of it, but it's more so in the aspects of your overall life. The upper limit problem is what your subconscious has deemed to be your limit. How high, how far you can go in all of these areas of your life. It could be in your intimate relationships, husband, wife. It could be with your children, your parents. It can definitely be your career. It can even be as far as how you look, how you see yourself. All of this is a part of your upper limit problem. And for me, I understand that it's not something that Boom, everybody knows. It's not something that is, you know, the first most part of your mind 
as far as, okay, if you're having a bad day and if you're having a negative self-talk moment, you're not thinking to yourself, well, damn, this is just my upper limit problem being kicked in or initiated by my subconscious. No, you're not going to think that, right? Because you're in the zone, you're in that mode, and that's just where you're at. But what we need to realize when it comes to the retraining of our brains, we have all of these beautiful, beautiful systems. The human body is a fascinating thing, but we have all of these systems, all of these nerve endings, all of these things in our bodies that are just going, right? They're automated. They're automatic. They just do what they're supposed to do, right? The thing is, sometimes we have issues where those systems have been provided with the wrong data. We'll put it like that. And because of that, the automations are operating according to that wrong data that it's been fed or that it's received. As with most things that we talk about while we're on this transformation journey, a lot of our beliefs, a lot of the things that that we base things on, a lot of the things that we deem to be immoral, a lot of the things that we deem to be just wrong, or I shouldn't do that, or I would never do that. All of those things are based on things that we've learned from childhood on up, right? The things that we've seen, the things that we've experienced. The thing with that is a lot of these things have been cemented as far as the glass ceiling based on that information. And I've talked about it in the last few episodes, how we get to the point that because of those beliefs, we're holding ourselves back holding ourselves accountable to things that we probably in ourselves don't even believe. When it comes to our self-image, we're usually operating off of something somebody else said to us, right? Somebody said to us, they didn't find us attractive. So now we don't find ourselves attractive. Somebody told us that we weren't their cup of tea. Our personality is too loud. We're too brash. We're too straightforward. We're too bold. We're too opinionated. We're too this. We're too that. So now we think that we're too all of these things. Are you picking up what I'm putting down? Like this, this was somebody else said this. And now our brains, again, these beautiful automated systems that we have, have taken that, made that the factual data that it's going to run off of. And baby has been off to the races ever since. So what we have to do is get to a place where we go and deal with that thing head on. And a lot of people call it different things. When it comes to therapy, it's called regression therapy. I network on Facebook with a few hypnotists. They call it age regression hypnotism. Yeah, I think I said the word right. (laughs) Again. All of this is basically what I have talked to you guys about for the last couple of years when it comes to shadow work and going back and actually visualizing yourself interacting with that you in that particular state or during that particular time. Yes, it's all regression in some form, right? Because we have to go back and we have to meet with ourselves in that period and say, okay, boo, so eight-year-old me, you know, all right, little Henry said he didn't think you were pretty. Okay, that was however many years ago. Little Henry 
has grown up and hopefully has learned some things and has determined what he thinks is beautiful in a person. And so now he would probably say something different, but you're still holding on to what little Henry said 40 freaking years ago. And you can't look in the mirror and tell yourself that you're beautiful. So we need to go back. We need to get with that version of us, have that discussion, feed it, let it know. No, baby. Hey, at that point, he didn't know at eight years old, who the heck do we really know? The people around us. That's what we're looking at is beautiful. We always see our parents, our grandparents, our mothers, our aunts, our grandmothers. Those are usually what we see as beautiful because we love them in a way that's beyond us, right? So, you know, it doesn't matter maybe if their skin isn't that flawless. It maybe doesn't even matter if they got a couple missing teeth or they wear glasses or braces or whatever. None of that comes into play because that connection is completely different than we have with people that we randomly meet as we go throughout our lives. So when it comes to the retraining of our brains, we got to get, we got to get to the root of that thing. And that's what we don't do so often nowadays. Everything is microwaved. Everything is quick. Everything is one button done. Google has everything. You can find out whatever the hell you have wanted to know for the last 60 years. And you don't even have to type it anymore, right? You can hit the little microphone, say, hey, Google, tell me whatever. And it's instant. Boom, it's there. Everything is so instantaneous. Everything is so right now. But what we're missing is all of these things that we are operating off of a lot of times. They didn't happen instantly. This is years and years and decades of buildup. And so we got to put in the work to go to that point. We have to do that because in the retraining of our brains, we got to go to where that is, right? And I've talked about it before, thinking of your brain and thinking of your subconscious as a hard drive on your computer. And we've all done this where you save something and you know you saved it, but you can't remember what the hell folder you put it in. Or, hey, if you're like me and you've got all this stuff going on with your computer, you've got your hard drive, you've got your backup external hard drive, We've got shit in the cloud. We've got, you know, like have a Google Drive. So it might be on the Google Drive. It might be on the hard drive. Did I save it on my desktop? Did I put it in a folder? Because I'm the queen of folders, guys. I hate just random files just everywhere. You know, just a little something extra for my ADHD brain. So it very much works the same way when we're talking about retraining our brains and getting to the root of some of these things that we didn't even realize were a thing. We know it's a problem because of the way that it's affecting us, but we don't know where it came from. We don't know where we put it. We don't know where we stored it because our subconscious did it automatically, right? This again goes back to all of the beautiful systems in our brains, all of the beautiful automations in our bodies. We have systems and things that just do shit. Just do shit. <laughs> For example, I want to say, I believe we've talked about this before, but the reticular activation system, it's the whole purpose is to automate shit 
for us, right? It's scanning and it's recording everything. So if anything looks iffy, if anything looks like it could hurt us or damage us or, you know, affect us adversely in any way, it's like, hey, no, get the fuck up out of here. Hey, no danger. Go the other way. It's an automation. It's not something that we have to think about. It just happens. You hear a sound. It's like, oh, wait a minute. What? Uh Uh-oh, time to go. It's an automation. It's an automation. And a lot of the things that it is automated to react to were things from a long time ago, right? That's what I'm saying. That bad data that it has and that it's already been fed. It's already in there and it's saved and it's operating off of that. There's another part of the brain that that works along with the reticular activation system, or it actually is a part of it, is the sympathetic nervous system. And again, these are all the things that are feeding your brain. Hey, watch for this. Look for that. Uh Uh-oh, something's going on. Hey, okay, fight or flight, kick in, boom, let's go. All of these things, we have to retrain our brains, right? Because anything that pops up that looks like something else, even if it's not, your brain automatically is like, oh shit, wait a minute. What is that? Uh Uh-uh. Looks like something from 20 years ago. We out of here. Or blinders on. I don't see it. I don't hear it. It's filtering it out. You ever realize that you can hear your name in the midst of the biggest party, the greatest chaotic situation or whatever? You will hear somebody call your name or a name very similar to yours above all of that. It's just like how there can be a, you know, (laughs) this is funny. Okay. There can be a party going on downstairs, right? They live in a two, three-story house, whatever. There could be this massive party going down. You got the music bumping. Everybody's jamming. They doing their own thing. We're drinking. We're talking. You've got conversations everywhere. All of these voices. But if there is a child that's upstairs, maybe you put the baby to sleep or small child, put them to sleep. They're upstairs. They're asleep, right? If anything happens, if that baby cries, if that baby sneezes, if that baby takes a deep breath. I'm going to say 80% of the adults down there in the midst of that party is going to hear it. They're going to hear it. They're not focused on it. They're fully party mode, doing what they do, but they are going to hear that baby because your brain is automated too. Okay. Hey, guess what? We're a parent or we love kids or whatever. They're helpless, right? We have to protect them. So even though we're not focused on it, even though that's not necessarily our goal at that moment, that ain't even what we're thinking about. We're thinking about partying, right? And this conversation we're having and these great mimosas or what have you. But if that baby makes a noise, turns, knocks something off the bed, that bad boy is going to halt and everybody's going to hear it over the music over the voices, over the conversations, over everything. That is your reticular activation system. Things that it knows it needs to be looking out for. It's always looking. It's always working. Even when you are not even thinking about whatever that thing is. And this is what automates 
our limiting beliefs. So again, going back to eight years old, little Henry told you that you were ugly or little Henry told you that you were too tall or little Henry told you that you were too fat. Little Henry told you that you were too dark. Little Henry told you he didn't like your hair. That bad data has been fed into your subconscious via the reticular activation system. And now it's automated. If you, anything that even looks similar or sounds similar to that, you're react how you did when little Henry told you that you weren't cute at eight years old. It's the same thing with any abuses that we've experienced, anything, any traumas, anything that was scary, anything that shocked us, anything that we just couldn't believe was happening, anything we didn't like. All of these things are all stored in the same place, all stored in the same place. Remember, we talked about the horde when I talked about how much I love dragons. So that's my very first workshop <laughs> was called the Hoarders Hoard Workshop because we hoard all of these negative experiences, all of these negative things that have been said to us, all of these negative feelings. We hoard them in our subconscious. Our subconscious has recorded them. And it is using them to tell us now automatically how we're supposed to act. So we have to remove that glass ceiling that we place there or we've allowed to be solidified in our lives because of all of this extra information that we're holding on to that's negative. We got to get rid of it. We got to tear it down. We have to shatter it. And we can definitely do that by going and dealing with those deep rooted things within us. And I say it all the time. It's not always fun. Sometimes it's hurtful and we have to feel those feelings because when you get to really digging into that, I will never, ever tell you that it's a joy ride. I will never tell you that it's fun. I will never tell you that it feels great while you're doing it. Because you are going to experience those same feelings. You're going to have those emotions. You're going to feel that hurt. Your heart is going to ache. You're going to be sick to your stomach. You're going to get a headache. You're going to sweat. You're going to cry. You're going to do all of these things just like it's happening right now. You're going to go through everything that happened back then. But the beautiful thing about it when you do it this way, for one, you're not alone. If you're in my coaching programs or in my group or what have you, I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you and I'm letting you know that you can do this. This that you've already made it through this thing. It didn't destroy you. It didn't beat you. So now you can go ahead and work through it, flow through it, see what you needed to learn from that. Now you have that information. Now you have that skill that, okay, I know how to handle or how I need to work through whatever if it comes up again in my future. But I can get rid of that negative baggage right now in my present so that it is no longer a hindrance to me. So that little Henry telling me that he didn't think I was cute, I no longer see that uncute woman when I look in the mirror or that unattractive little girl, when I look in the mirror, I can see who I am right now today. 
and I'm gorgeous, baby. I don't, it don't matter the day, whether my hair is done, or I just woke up, I got stuff on my face or whatever. So this episode is all about that, understanding the limiting beliefs and the ways that you are limiting yourself, the ways that you have allowed somebody else's opinion to stunt your growth. The way you've allowed what someone said to you that was ill-advised, ill-informed, or what have you, to make you paint an unattractive picture of yourself. I want to invite you to join or to have a conversation with me about my newest program that's called Change My Way. And in this program, what I do or what we will do is talk about these things. Talk about those events that you remember that you know have been solidified in your subconscious that are holding you back, that are making you feel bad about who and what you were created to be. We'll work through it over a course of six weeks and we'll take those things that we've been carrying as negative baggage. We'll take it, evaluate it, glean from it what we can use to help us in our present and to skyrocket us in our future. Because those things don't have to hold us back anymore if we don't want them to, right? We can make the decision. We're retraining our brains. We're changing our lives. We're changing the narrative that we now listen to, that we now focus on, that we now allow to be our momentum in everything that we do every single day. It no longer has to be negative. Yes, those negative experiences have happened. They're gone. They're done. They're in the past. But the beauty of it is, for one, even if you didn't think when you were going through it that you were going to make it, you did make it. And now you're here. So let's see, all right, what did I learn from that? What did that teach me? What did that show me about me? And what is the benefit that I can glean from that to use to prosper me as I move forward? So that's what the Change My Way program is all about. If you're interested, I will have the link in the show notes, or you can reach out to me on social media. You can send me an email. My email address is Tanisha at yourfavoritecoach.online. That should all be in the show notes as well, as well as my free Facebook group and also all of my ads for social media. So if you want to get in contact with me, you can definitely do that. If you'd like to work together, I would absolutely love for you to be a part of this program and we can get you moving forward on your transformation journey. All right. Again, understand that that ceiling, you put it there and you can take it down and you can go as far as you want. And it's perfectly fine to say, hey, you know what? I want to do this. I know I need to do this, but I know that I can't do it alone. That is perfectly fine. Honestly, and I say it all the time, that is a superpower. That is not a weakness. Yes, we've been told forever that asking for help is a sign of weakness. Saying you can't do something alone is a sign of weakness. Guess what? Whoever told you that, that was some bullshit. 
Okay. That was bullshit because we all need help sometimes. We all need help sometimes. And even those of us who have been burned by people that we shared with, were vulnerable with, they used it against us. That too was just a learning experience to teach us something that can help us as we go forward right now in our present and into our future. I've had that done to me too. And it's not pretty. It's not fun. Absolutely not. I will never say that it is. And I'd say that to you all the time. We'll never say that these experiences are okay. But again, that's why we work on forgiveness. That's why we work on not by keeping ourselves bound with all of this mess from other people. Because, hey, you are you. You are you. And you are beautifully you. As imperfectly perfect as you are. So I hope that I've said something today that helps you. I hope I said something today that will spark you to take that step forward and get started in digging into getting rid of all the negative baggage, the negative emotions, the negativity of those bad experiences from your past. Because my whole purpose, my whole vision is that Hurt people no longer have to hurt people. And then we can be the start of that amazing movement. Okay? So until next time, cheers to your transformation. Thank you for listening to the You Are Immeasurable podcast. I hope you enjoyed the episode. I would like for you to remember to subscribe so that way you'll get a notification every time a new episode is posted. Remember, if you want to share your thoughts or your concerns or you have something to add to the conversation, feel free to leave me a comment. And also, if you're enjoying my content and the things that we're talking about, make sure that you leave me your five-star ratings. Also, if you want to continue the conversation, you can join my Facebook group. It is free and it's called Owning Your Season. It'll also be listed for you below in the show notes. So again, thank you for joining. And until next time, cheers to your transformation.